0: This is Dream Big with Dina Budano. I'm creating this podcast to give us a space to bring all your ideas to the table.
1: Me too.
0: All right, everybody. Well, welcome. This is Dream Big with Dina Budano. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm so happy to um, be speaking with my guest, Brittany Edwards. Brittany and I have known each other for quite a number of years. We go way back to our serving days at the restaurant. <laughs> we had a lot <laughs> of fun.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> and now we're both just living our dreams. Um, I love where Brittany, uh, where our conversations were really um back at the restaurant dreaming big like we were in that space of dreaming big and now we're both really really walking in that calling of our on our lives and what we're supposed to do so i'm super excited to have you Brittany. hello hello thank you for having me (laughs) i'm excited can you just tell everybody what what it is that you do what your business is and how you um you know, why you're, dream- why you're
1: living your dream big. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so my name's Brittany Edwards. Um, Mama D and I met uh, at the <laughs> fire room, and like she said, we used to always talk about, like, different things and dreams that we had outside of the serving world. Not that serving wasn't wonderful, and oh, yeah. it is. <laughs> Very yeah, that was great. and wonderful, and we created a lot of really wonderful bonds from there, but You know, like she said, we both, um, we had bigger aspirations for ourselves and our families and different things like that. So I had always um, struggled, I guess, with figuring out exactly what I wanted to do with my life. I got kind of stuck in serving and bartending because of the money and, you know, not really thinking about exactly what makes me happy. And putting money before everything else, and I had kind of branched out from serving and started working um, at a salon called Day Soleil on Division. And from there, I just kind of I learned a lot from working there and um, the way that they operated stuff, and kind of just figured out that that was like my niche, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, I started really just understanding like the flow of how salons operate, like full service salons, you know, like managing appointment times and um, things like that. And the functioning of, you know, when people have, you know, five different services in a day and making sure that they, you know, get to all the services on time and not messing up other people's schedules, things like that. So from there I decided I was going to go to esthetician school And I um, went to Studio Beauty School in Spokane. At the time, they were kind of over down by the uh, courthouse um, off Monroe. Um, And that place was amazing. Um, I loved going to school there. A lot of people always say that are in this industry a little bit that beauty school is just drama and, you know, they hated it. And I loved every second of beauty school. It was, I have some wonderful friends that I still am like great close friends with from it and I learned a lot of stuff where a lot of people say you don't really learn anything but I but I believe that you learn and take in what you want to so yeah. when you're being a, when yeah. you're being sour about stuff of course you're not going to learn anything <laughs> so I had finished esthetician school and from there, I was originally supposed to start working at Des Soleil and being an esthetician for her, um, for the owner there. And I had came to the realization at that point when I was supposed to have signed a non-compete um, to exclusively only be able to work there. So I was basically signing my career to that business And if I was to leave, I would have had to have gone a certain amount of miles away, which would have taken me out of Spokane County, like legal-wise. So from there, that's when I said, okay, I can't do that. And I need to decide something bigger than working for someone else. So as the small or as the big step of I decided to get my business license and rent a space um just doing eyelashes and facials and body waxing um and stuff like that and i had leased a little space i'm um, inside coconuts tanning salon um for my really good friend uh tracy steenbergen um and which just ended up being awesome um her um Her spa is awesome. It brought me a lot of clients. Um, She knows so many people, and I know so many people. So I was able to build a clientele in three, three to four months, like a full-time clientele where that typically takes, you know, a year or more to do. Um, So from there... I started outgrowing my room where I had clients coming out my ears and (laughs) I had no more time or places to put them. And I was pregnant with my first baby Blair. And so at that time, this was all in the transition. I had hired a girl named Kaylee to do a maternity leave for me to take on all my people. So I didn't lose them and kind of all at one time I had this opportunity arise where I'm supposed to be on maternity leave and this salon came available
0: mm-hmm. and
1: it this is kind of where I just didn't even think about it I just did yeah. it
0: oh I love that
1: yeah and <laughs> so I it started out on Facebook marketplace someone selling tanning beds and I was like how do you have so much tan how many or how do you have so many tanning beds, and where are they and are they already in a place and what's going on with it and then that's where the conversation started, and it was this little spot, Liberty Lake, and I went and looked at it, and you know at this I had a five day old baby. <laughs>
0: so you are so brave. <laughs>
1: yeah. I literally like had a five day old baby. Yeah. I have my little room at Coconuts, you know, with Kaylee taking it on. And I'm just thinking to myself, you know, I have to do this. And I um <laughs> I took this lady's lease over on her salon. She was just already closed down completely. Okay, um, so I transferred over my little business name over and the salon's called Plush. Um, Love the and it's in Liberty Lake. So there we have you know six tanning beds. Um, I have five estheticians um, at the Liberty Lake Salon. Um, and that's where everything kind of started there. And, and I was how, able how long
0: ago was that? That was four years ago, right? Uh, about three and a half, three-ish. Oh, yeah. yeah, a little more
1: like three. Okay. Um, so one year down the road of that, we just kept growing and outgrowing that salon. So we opened up another little salon that we have a massage therapist at, a hairstylist, oh, okay. um, a nail tech, and an esthetician. And that's in Liberty Lake as well, inside True Tina. And then from there, six months later, we had a demand for hair. So we opened up a hair salon downtown right behind the spa room. Um, that one's oh. called the Coastal Girl Clinic. Yeah. So we have three salons. Um, and then the third one, that one has seven people down there. There's two lash techs and five hairstylists. That is so, so cool. I,
0: didn't, yes. I, knew, I knew about your second business. I guess I didn't know... Well, I knew about your third business. I guess I didn't know about the second. Oh, okay. Yep. So we have three. Three. That's awesome. Yes. So I kind of just,
1: just did it.
0: (laughs) So at any point, did you really like envision this in your mind? Like, did you ever like go into that space of like dreaming about this or kind of, you know, in that realm? Or did you just like, it just hit? And every,
1: every single thing kind of just fell into place for me, but I think it did because I let it and I wasn't scared of failing or what if I suppose I have a very supportive husband. So, uh, that made things a little bit easier to make like big decisions like that. Um, with the Liberty Lake salon, the main one that we first opened there, that one was a little bit scary for me because it was such a big step. Like we're talking, you know, I had to have a staff and like am I, you know, am I sure that I can manage that in a five day old baby? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, a, and a husband. <laughs> so um that that was a lot more challenging, but it just You know, I think when you work hard at something and you are good at it too, you know, things just kind of work out a lot easier. Um, I always have thought that I didn't know what I wanted to do for so long. It took me until I was 29 or 30 years old to figure out what I wanted to even do with my life. And that was to become an esthetician. When I had like all of my friends from college and high school and everyone finished college and you know, had careers at 24 and I was not doing any of those things, <laughs> yeah. you know, so it took me a lot longer to figure out, but I also am thankful for that because that is, you know, I'd rather not have wasted a lot of time doing something that I absolutely hated versus making sure that I knew what I wanted to do and then do it. Cause you know, my, my stepping stone of bartending and serving was great opportunity for me and I made a lot of money and I got to travel and I got to do a lot of great stuff with that while I was trying to figure out the rest
0: yeah
1: but yeah it's I I knew I always knew that I wanted to work for myself I always knew that but before I became an esthetician when I became an esthetician I knew and then when I had that piece of paper put in front of me that I was about to sign my life away that's when I knew Mm -hmm. I couldn't and I had to decide from there and then things just started working out and um I believe in um the laws of attraction
0: yes Mm -hmm. big
1: time like the book the secret stuff like that I think people manifest their own destinies big time when you believe in yourself and your path and think about positive things positive things happen um I think when you know the poor me, negativity and stuff, you know, of course, that's going to attract that as well, you know, so you just have to try to find the light in all things and good things happen.
0: Yeah, and I really have to say, like, you were, like, at the right time, at the right mm-hmm. place, with everything, like, lining up, mm-hmm. and especially, you know, just even that, like, f- y- you know, a Facebook post you said about, seeing those tanning beds and like, how, how can you have that many tanning beds? Like that was a, that was a key point to get yeah. you to where you are too.
1: Yeah. Um, so I remember that know. exact thing that, that was, uh, when I, when I asked her that question, the, what I was unfolding. Yeah. Kind of, you know what I mean? Like I asked her that question, I knew what she was going to tell me. Yeah. And yeah. that, that's where we were heading. So
0: Oof, that's so cool. I just, yeah. I love getting goosebumps. Like I just love walking through that journey and that picture, like just those things get me so excited. There's so much of that out there and people are just, you know, sometimes afraid, like sometimes that fear just really stop them. And then they do start focusing on that negative pattern, those negative thoughts. And then you yeah. start manifesting that in your life. So um, walk us through just like, the opening day of your salon, like when you open those doors and you were open for business, do you remember what that felt like? Like what was going through your head? What was going, you know, what so, were So you-
1: that specific day I remember, and it was a very, very hard day. Um, mostly because the previous business that was there um, did a few poor business choices that kind of landed in my hands because I took over the space and although the name was different the sign was different it was a different business people kind of didn't get that like at all that I wasn't the business that was here before
0: Mm. so
1: we had a lot of a lot of very upset customers mostly like people with tanning um that were very confused why I didn't have their tanning packages and things like that.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: Um, so <laughs> that was, which I honored a lot like of stuff for people just to be in good grace. And it's, you know, See, I'd you would rather do keep that. people's business than upset them. And um, yeah. so that, that first couple months actually was pretty rough um, dealing with the aftermath of, other people's poor business choices, Um, but everything has, you know, worked out good from then, but um, I remember the hardest part was having my front desk girls, you know, knowing how to do all the scheduling and stuff. Cause I had easily transferred over all of our clients that we were doing for like waxing and facials and stuff. And we were actually working on them quite a bit before we opened the doors for like all the other services and tanning and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they got to get familiar with like the area. And, but while we were just kind of like doing painting and getting things um, looking better and cleaning and stuff like that. So the first couple months was really, really rough. And then after that, it just was such a breeze and easy and people really appreciated what we did for them. And when they, once they kind of realized, I mean, I would have been upset too, you know, if you bought something from somewhere else and they went out of yes. business and, you know, I totally get that, but it was really hard to get people to understand I did not do that to them. Somebody else did that to <laughs> you know, so I'm like, I did not do that. I'd never got that money. I, I'm sorry that happened to you, but you have to understand this is a separate, I'm completely separate business. So, but, um, the way that the few salons had gone through that specific location, um, hadn't lasted long. I think there's probably been like seven people, but all it was, was just tanning Mm -hmm. so they just weren't able to, I think, create enough revenue and do stuff because tanning is very seasonal for vacations and stuff like that. So, you know, I really had to, and I knew that and I knew that going into it and I've taken tanning beds out and I've turned them into treatment rooms and stuff. So it's a full, you know, day spa now where you can come and get literally everything you can think of done. And so that's what keeps us being able to function all the months of the year versus only five months of the year. So that's, what's made us a lot more successful. So our bread and butter is not tanning. It's, you know, lashes and facials and waxing and spray tanning and stuff like that. So, and that was another thing that a lot of all the clients that we did get from just having that location be there for so long for just tanning that they really loved when they came in and saw that we were offering, um, all these other services as well. Um, we like to consider ourselves a, a vacation destination because you can come there, and get your base tan for your trip, get your lashes, get your legs waxed, you know, your spray tan, um, your nails, like literally everything you can get done. So they don't have to go anywhere else to do yeah, all awesome. the things to get ready for a trip. And then since then, we've also added a, a boutique in the um front lobby area so we have clothes and shoes and oh, things and like I that too p-
0: posting like sandals and stuff right yeah yeah that's, yep, yeah.
1: Yep. that's so and we do fun. everything with the season so like when people are going on trips you know we have all the cute sundresses and stuff out for everyone Those to buy shirts. like you just don't you literally don't have to go anywhere else yeah.
0: That is so so convenient, like, because you don't have a lot of time when you're trying to get ready to go somewhere. Exactly, yep, and then it just
1: becomes routine, too, when you're doing stuff like that and getting ready for something. It's like, you know, you got to go and tan three times a week, at least, to get your base so you don't burn on your trip, and then you know you can get your nails done and do all the things in between, so that's been been really fun to see. We still kind of get some, we've been there for, you know, however many years now, and people still were like oh i thought this was this place and how long have you been here and they're like
0: oh you have all this stuff in here i don't have to go anywhere else i'm like yes exactly
1: <laughs> that's that's what we we're going for so
0: you were your oasis in your backyard you didn't even yeah, have- <laughs> yeah
1: totally right so
0: so i just kind of you know knowing that you know what what all like that two month process like what you went through were, were there times where you like you know, of course, felt like throwing in the towel, like, you know, like, what did I do? I want to quit, you know, did you have moments of that too?
1: I did um, actually several times. A lot of it was with, you know, specific people who are just so upset about things that weren't, that I didn't do or were in my control. I had a couple of I had a one, I remember one specific woman that she made me cry and I don't cry.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah. You don't cry.
1: (laughs) I don't cry (laughs) at all. And she had me in tears and, um, and I had to ask her to leave. And I said, you know, I just think that you, you can't be in here. Like I can't have you in here and I'm sorry, please don't ever come back, you know? Um, and since that has happened, it all that happened and she had saw help that she made me and actually reached back out and apologized and said that she was sorry for her behavior and um, all this stuff and she cried on the phone. It was actually, it was very heartwarming to, you know, some people get worked up and say things in the heat of the moment, but that woman made me think I... What in the hell did I just get myself into? <laughs> because if I have another person that treats me like that, oh, I don't know what, <laughs> you know, I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> I'm going bounce back from
0: that. <laughs> yeah. I and love that came back around, though, like that she apologized and it worked itself and she's, out. And,
1: and she's a client still, you know, uh-huh. so that that That's is nice. Um, and, and, and despite all of, you know, the few people who were, you know, a little bit sour about some things, we just had so many people that were didn't even try to say, oh, I already bought this here then, you know, there's, oh, cool, I'm glad there's new business here or, you know, or however anything went. So there was just, there was way more people that were great versus, but it's always the, the downers that you remember the most unfortunately
0: yeah Yeah, (laughs) those experiences yeah so
1: but yeah there's one specific woman that made me feel like I needed to throw in the damn towel (laughs) and then she made she didn't wait long to apologize either so I really appreciated that but like I said too she's still a client now and everything's fine and you know people get worked up and they just their emotions are stronger than others and they don't know how to you know, navigate that energy, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's part of our human nature, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, totally. Well,
0: so. just kind of knowing, you know, like, you have definitely had those naysayers. How about, you know, people who came alongside you, and, like, did you have those, like, people who helped kind of hold that vision for you, helped you like spoke into you when you were having moments of that like did you Mm -hmm. have that community alongside of you that lifted you up and held that dream with you
1: yes so my husband probably is the biggest supporter um of he's never ever even from the very beginning being like wait what do you want to do you want (laughs) to you want to Buy a, a salon that just closed down because they couldn't make it. You know, <laughs> where like a regular husband would be like, "Wait, what? Are you sure you want to take out a loan that size to like <laughs> do this?" And all he was, you know, all he did was say, "You know, you, if you, this is what you want, let's do it." And he's always been a big, um a big person in the business too where he does all of the banking and you know the keeping track of our finances and stuff because we'll just be honest. I am a people person. (laughs) And I'm good at, you know (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's uh I'm not good with numbers. I can do it. It just takes me double the amount of time that it takes him to. So it's very nice because I'll just bring home all the money and the documents that he needs, and he does it all for me in about ten fifteen minutes a week. And awesome, yeah. You know, so it's really nice um, to have him do that. Lately, I've been doing all that stuff myself because you know we're closed down from the the virus stuff, uh-huh. and he's working in the basement. So <laughs> from
0: home, <laughs> Yep. It's kind of but the yeah. Part so he's the, always the been the right
1: best. <laughs> Yeah,
0: maybe, yeah it gives, yep. maybe it'll help. But, yeah, my so,
1: husband's probably the best one.
0: Maybe it'll help you feel like you know you have kind of that, not like you can understand, you know, more of that side of your business. I don't know. Yeah, Did yeah, it- and I and I definitely
1: under I. Um, He doesn't do it all because I get mentally exhausted sometimes just because of all of the interaction with people all day long. Like what an esthetician does is they are a counselor, a beautifier, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and as much as I love all my clients and everything all the time, you have to like think about each person you see about 12 to 15 of them a day and they all have something different going on that you have to (laughs) hear about and take it in you know so by the time I get home I'm tired
0: <laughs> yeah you're like I'm mentally I just,
1: I just can't <laughs> I'm like oh wait I have problems um I forgot what it was
0: <laughs> I which is good it's fine I've been seeing my massage therapist for well pretty much since I started doing champagne brunch at the Davenport and my shoulders started killing me so it's mm-hmm. been I've seen her I think like seven years eight years now but seriously I understand the whole count like it's my full-on like massage like my body gets counseled and then my problems mm-hmm. get counseled and oh, yeah. I sent her a message because I see her every Thursday at twelve thirty. so every third, the last two Thursdays I've just sent her a message like I love you I miss you so much <laughs> <laughs> you're like please we gotta get through this
1: no that is so, so funny fun. But wow. yeah,
0: I, I'm excited that you, you know, were open to doing this and sharing and, um, you know, I just really have always admired you because just knowing your journey and knowing who you are and just seeing like you shine and, and, uh, just be an awesome business woman in, in our community and in our town. And you really do have that, generous and caring heart I know how much you love people and care for people so I know that you're just an amazing amazing boss and owner and boss babe and all the things that go with it so thank you I just kind of want to know is there you know something bigger for you is there a bigger dream down the road or something that you you know Look to or aspire to. I do, um, you know, just really love being in that space and keeping, you know, those dreams alive and uh, kind of tapping into the, you know, the children in us and what that feels like and never, never letting that um, go away, that part of us go away. So I'm just curious.
1: So my, well, oh, my my biggest dream besides, you know, career-wise, has always been to be a mom.
0: Yes. Which
1: I have nailed that one. (laughs) So my biggest dream I've already accomplished. I have two beautiful children, a girl and a boy. And um, so from that stemming is I just want to be able to give them, you know, the best life that – and I had a good life too when I was – a kiddo but I just want to be able to make wonderful memories with them you know maybe have a lake cabin someday that they can grow up and yes. remember always going there and like traditions and um, things like that. Um, career-wise I think that I'm in a place right now where I am maxed out because of all my locations and stuff like that Um, Mm -hmm. my goal with that would be you know just continue on and especially with everything that's going on right now in the world um, I just want to make sure that I'm able to still provide jobs for all the people that rely on me Um, and to continue my businesses is really where I'm at right now And eventually, once, you know, you get all your loans paid down and everything, and you're making way more money, then I can step back a little bit and just be more present in my household.
0: Yeah.
1: Other than just being at work, being a boss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, definitely my goal is to, I want to make enough money um, to go on whatever trips I want to take my kids on. And... Have yes. a vacation home and I want to just get to that place in life where you don't have to worry about the small stuff, you know, yeah. anymore.
0: You will do it. Will do it. I'm going to hold that vision for you. and Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, always be a supporter of that for you.
1: Thank <laughs> you. I think everything will be fine. It's just hard times right now. You know, it's just hard to know when everything's unknown when you don't you know there's the unknown and it's scary so
0: yeah
1: but, but we got a lot of resources gonna, out there
0: yeah and everybody is going to want to go back to getting you know like mm-hmm. the whole self care you know like treat yourself like
1: yeah totally
0: i'm trying that's, to see little bits of that at home just to mm-hmm. feel that but yeah you no know. well
1: that's what that's one thing um you know even in some of the years when our economy was terrible the beauty industry doesn't doesn't struggle it's women want to take care of themselves they want the interaction with other women um even men you know they like their massages they like to do things to make them feel good people like to take care of themselves and that's one thing that's really promising to know is that we will probably be busier than we anticipate
0: (laughs) Rome. And we'll be like, can we go back to quarantine, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might have to be a new norm for March. Yeah. Like, the people in the service industry will be like, can we actually go back to like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're tired. We're tired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I want my mac and cheese and Top Ramen and new
1: naps again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, definitely cheers. Let's do a little cheers. I, I have my cheers but
1: yeah you're cheers i'm drinking a glass of champagne
0: i've got (laughs) (laughs) i'm supposed to have champagne but (laughs) hey that's okay
1: maybe later we can zoom and you know just have champagne
0: okay sounds good i'm always down for that
1: (laughs) yeah i love
0: (laughs) all right well let's end this podcast with the cheers so cheers to dreaming things happen and to the good life cheers
1: sounds good thank you so much for having me i appreciate Mm -hmm. it I'd love to do another one. We could do a follow-up after COVID-19. Okay. Definitely. Be okay. I love it. Cool.